Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone, to the Let's Talk Avatar podcast. I'm Isaac. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to start off with another... We have a lot to say today, I feel Yeah, like. we're going to start off talking about another giveaway we're doing over <laughs> on our Instagram. You guys, we love doing giveaways. It is so much fun for us. I'm just... We're both very giving people. So this is... Well... I definitely am. I was trying to be nice by including Isaac, but I mean... Appreciate it. <laughs> Um, I love doing giveaways, so I have so much fun with this. With that being said, we have one we'd like to announce. This one is actually, I think, the the funnest one we have so far. This is by far our best giveaway yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've I reached out to uh, a enamel pin maker. Their name is Virtual Underscore Pinsanity on Instagram. Go check them out, definitely. I found her, her name is actually um, Brianna, Brianna, I think it's Brianna, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, Um, but she makes some of the most high quality pins I have ever seen. Nice. They are Zuko and Aang pins, and I am telling you, I saw these and I was like, Isaac, we have to, like, I was like, I have to send a message to this girl, I hope she doesn't think I'm weird, because I want to do a giveaway We were going back and forth, like, oh, how do we word this? Yeah, I was like, I don't want to sound weird, we've never done this before, you know, we're not that popular, but she has been such a sweetheart and amazing to work with, and so we're so excited to partner with her and give away, uh, it's a pin collection, so it's Zuko and Aang, and you can see the pictures on our Instagram as well as hers, which again is virtual underscore pinsanity, P-I-N-S-A-N-I-T-Y, on Instagram. So check them out, and if you don't win the giveaway, which by the way, this giveaway is going until Tuesday the 8th, so you have a few days to enter. It's on our Instagram. All of the instructions are on there if you're interested. Super easy, but if you don't win, you should just buy some anyway because they're amazing i told isaac it's really really hard for me to give these away because i want them so bad yeah so i i'm just i'm super excited that we were able to do this for you guys we're gonna have more giveaways to come as well but i'm just excited to partner with her our instagram is at let's talk avatar if you don't already know that's probably where we do the most interaction i would say when it comes to social media is our instagram that's when we post new episodes and like post throughout the week and interact with people so if you want to reach out to us instagram's the best way to do it anyway that's the introduction we have for you guys. I wanted to get that out of the way. We're just, I'm so excited. I've been eager to come and record and tell you guys about this because it is so exciting and I can't wait for you guys to see it and I can't wait for us to pick a winner. Yes. A winner. And as a fellow artist, I love reaching out to other artists and giving them a chance even though we're not really like known in the whole podcast avatar community, but I just thought it was cool to kind of like grow together, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's all about is building each other up and encouraging one another. And so we're just, that's what our goal in the community is to do is to support fellow avatar creators, whether that are that's artists, podcasts, 
you know, whatever it may be. Work as a community, like utilize everyone. I know that sounds kind of weird, like utilize, but like, it's true. Like reach out to people, you that know, is help, the key to growth. help if, each other, you know? Yeah. If you want to grow is not only a person, but your brand, com- like working with one another and building each other up is the best and I feel like only way to really genuinely build and we, a good community. Yeah. And we can't stress this enough. Like as soon as we saw the pins, we were like, okay, <laughs> we need these. Okay. If I can explain this to you, I feel like we're hyping this up, but I'm, t- I'm telling you guys, we saw the pictures and I was like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. And then we got them in person and they looked even better. Which even I didn't, better. You know, you look at pictures sometimes and they always, stuff always looks better in pictures. And so I was like, well, these are like, I know these are going to be cool. Let's get them. When I looked at them in person, I was like, how do these look even better in person? They and, are amazing and, and such Aang, high quality. The Aang one is glow in the yes, dark, the guys. the Aang one glows. It has the arrow, the eyes. Oh my gosh. I cannot... I'm probably going to order. We some are more. a virtual pin sanity stand. Yeah, we <laughs> definitely are. We definitely are. Um, Brianne, I don't know if you're gonna listen to this episode, but we are fans for life. Definitely. Yeah. I'm really eager to see the other one she's gonna put out. Also, I would be really interested if you could like show a process somehow or even just yeah. like a post explaining how you make the pins we, okay so that is so interesting i like how now we're talking to brianna <laughs> in the podcast as if she's gonna listen to it no i think that's really interesting i would love to see like a behind the scenes kind of viewing of how pins are made because i've always found that fi- fascinating and i feel like there's also a platform for that oh, like for definitely sure. there are hardcore pin collectors i've never actually looked into it but there are pins for everything. I feel like that's something I I should look into because there's Animal Crossing pins, Avatar, obviously, Full Metal Alchemist, I'm sure. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to have to look around. Ooh, an Alphonse one with like his helmet and the little hair. Winry. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see what I we just did. We have this joke where in the intro of um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood... You know how it shows, like, Al losing his whole body, like, his whole soul, pretty much, and then Ed just loses an arm and a leg, and then Winry just kind of, like, Her body bounces just kind of, like, around. moves, but nothing happens. It's, like, moving in the wind. <laughs> it's like, like okay, okay, you lost nothing? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. But, yeah, it's a joke for us. <laughs> I this is like an this, Avatar podcast, but we're going to talk about literally the, everything else. This is the longest intro we've had, I think on our podcast to leading into what we're going to talk about. So. Bear with us, guys. We're getting into it. <sighs> we just had a lot to say. We've been, it's literally been on our minds and we just have like a, a word dump that we are doing right now. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance. This episode's going to be a little longer because not only do we have all this information to share, share, but the, these episodes we're going to be talking about are action packed. Like I have so much to say about both of them. And so we're going to try really hard not to spend, you know, like an hour, two hours talking about it and keep it short and sweet. But we are very eager. Let's hop into it. So let's talk Avatar. Oh, oh my. that was Why good. Why have we not done that? That was so good. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Wait, that is so good. Why don't we do that? Wow, we've been missing out on this opportunity. You guys, why hasn't anyone told us? Like, that's the most perfect thing. Well, y'all dirty for not telling us. Let's talk Avatar. That's a new thing. I'm sorry, guys. We just figured this out. You're gonna, you're gonna have to be subject to this now. So let's talk Avatar. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. 
Okay, so episode... We're going to be talking about episodes 7 and 8, which is like the meat of season 1, if I do say so myself. Or getting into the meat, because from this point on, it is like boom, 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 boom. Like, it is action-packed to the very end. Um, the Episode 7, we'll just jump right in, is the aftermath. So this is the episode that takes place after Amon has broken into the pro-bending stadium. Hence the name Aftermath. <laughs> Hence the reason there's an aftermath. Hence the next episode after that. Hence. The word hence. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to sum this up or do you want to? We're going to try and do this again. We're, we're going to sum the episode up real quick and then we're going to talk about our favorite parts. Yeah, as always, like we just kind of bounce around from different parts. We're not really a podcast that is, like, <laughs> so focused on, like, I guess, every little detail. You know, Isaac and I, occasionally, we will listen to some of the other Avatar podcasts, and they are so professional. Like, they are, they sit there and they deep dive into things, and they actually, like, explain things for, that, for yeah, us. Yeah, I literally had to go into our settings and put our podcast as a leisure podcast, because we are so not... Yeah, I feel like, like we just talk about whatever we want to talk about, and we're not, like... We don't stick to one thing. So, if that's what you like, then we're the we're the Avatar podcast for you. We're like the <laughs> the stepchild <laughs> podcast? We're like the jokesters of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> of I the would podcast. not even consider... We're like, we're like, um, who would you compare us to in the Avatar universe? Um, you know, what's the traveling band? We were oh literally just talking about them. Um, from the Lover's Cave or something? Cave Oma, of Two Lovers. Yeah, Cave Oma of, and Shu, right? Yeah. Oma Shu. What are they called? Why can't we Oma think of Oma Shu? I feel like we just watched Avatar and it's already out of my head because <laughs> I'm focused on Korra. I don't know where I was going with that, but let's just hop back in. We, were, we did hop in and then we hopped out. Talk Avatar again. Let's talk Avatar. How many times can we hop back in? How many times can we say let's talk Avatar before it gets a little too old? Trick question. It's already old. Um. So the aftermath. Do you want me to sum it up or did you want to sum up this episode? You don't even remember what <laughs> happened. Did you? <laughs> I'm looking at Isaac's face right now and he's kind of You already knew that. So why did you ask me? I'm exposing you. We expose people on this podcast. So if you want to be exposed, let us know. We'll bring you on. <laughs> This is totally not, like... You want us to get you fired from your job? Deal. Deal. <laughs> you want us to find the girl your boyfriend's been cheating on you with? Deal. And we'll find her. We will find her. We will give you her phone number, her address. <laughs> Actually, just ask any girl to do that for you and she could figure it out. Um. Okay, so this episode begins with Tarlock basically saying, hey, Lin Beifong, you need to resign because you didn't hold up your end of the bargain last episode. And she's like, well, I guess that makes sense. I was a pretty crappy cop. And he's like, yeah. So anyway, that's what happens with her. So once Beifong resigns, um, because Bolin and Mako were staying in the stadium and it got destroyed, they need somewhere to stay. So... Um, what's her name? Asami. She's like, hey, you can come stay with me. And they're like, oh, okay, definitely. And so they go stay with her. Cora comes to visit, even though she doesn't want to because, you know, she just doesn't like Asami. She goes to visit and while they, you know, they go and like ride cars, ride cars. They drive cars. Race. Race. Swimming. Cool whatever stuff. they're doing. 
Cora gets back and she's like, I'm going to use the bathroom. So she uses the bathroom. But then when she's walking out, she takes the fattest dump, (laughs) powders her nose a few times, and then walks out and she hears Hiroshi on the phone. And so what does she do? She just eavesdrops what any typical person would do. And he's like, oh, oh, by the way, at the beginning of this, Cabbage Corp has been taken down for being part of the Equalists, even though they're not. And can I just say something about this? I, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't get the hype around Cabbage Corp, Cabbage Man. I'm with you. Just never felt it. Even when I was younger, never really, never really had a connection with the Cabbage Man. It's like, the first time you see it, you're like, Haha, that's funny. And then that point on, you're like, oh, here it comes. My cabbages. My cabbage corp. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to get that off my chest. So, um, what was I saying? Cora, that's right. Here's Hiroshi. And then she's like, uh, I gotta go. And then she goes and tells Tenzin and Lynn about it. And they're like, well, we're going to go find out. And then they just barge into the house, right? No warrant. Barge in. And then a, and then Cora goes up to Asami because she's like, what's happening? And Cora's like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your dad's working with the Equalist. And it's like, Cora, you don't even know that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cringy. And then they go and Hiroshi, they're asking about it. And he's like, that's ridiculous. Why would I be doing that? And Cora's like, I heard you on the phone. And he was like, oh, it's just, this is just because of your overactive imagination. I was just saying whatever I was saying because Cabbage Corp is taken out. So now we can strike, meaning I can release a new set of Sotomobiles. Like, and go any, be thick somewhere else. No, Sato. but any logical person would hear that and be like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But for some reason, Cora's like this don't sit well with me. So she keeps pushing it. And then, you know, Mako's like, if you don't let this go, our friendship's over. And she's like, she's like I don't okay. care. You're already with Asami. So what do I need from you? And then, um, what happens? This oh, is a long, get, I feel like these um, episodes are long. There's like a dock worker who slips her a note that says like, meet me by this place at this time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Cora, Lynn, and Tenzin meet that person. And he's like, Hey, um, there is an underground facility underneath the, the Hiroshi Sato Manson. mansion. Hiroshi mansion? The Sato mansion? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about Hiroshi's thick thighs. Ooh. Um, anyway, long story short, they go to the mansion. He's there. It was a setup. He's waiting for them. He knocks them down. Bolin and Mako save them. They get out of there. And then at the end of the episode, Lynn's like, I have, I have to, like, I don't know. I can't go by the law. I have to go save my guys. Because her men... Wait, did her... Oh, her men got captured in that whole situation. Mm -hmm. So she has to go rogue to save them. And then that's the end of that episode. Is there anything you'd like to say um, about this episode? So when they enter the, like shack area in the backyard and that's where they end up finding the the um the underground like facility mm-hmm. oh when yeah. asami <laughs> they just keep like putting in her face like yep cora was right your dad's <laughs> evil just, like your dad's bad oh, and she just doesn't we, say how anything did I not she mention just the fact it. that she electrocutes her own dad oh, but yeah. they make you think that she's going to side with him okay so our friend Jackie was watching these episodes with us, and she was telling us that the creators actually wanted Asami to originally 
electrocute Mako. Mm-hmm. Like, she, her character was meant to be evil, but they loved her character so much that they wanted to keep her... On the team. On the team. So, that's why she does not turn evil, but it looks like she is. Yeah, and I, I can don't definitely know about, see either way. I don't know about anyone else, but personally, when I first watched Korra, I thought Asami was evil from the moment I saw her. Also coincidence that she has the same color lips as lust from brotherhood sorry we're huge brotherhood fans that's why (laughs) you will keep hearing us mention it and it's a literal fact that the uh creators of the show color picked the same color of lips from lust and brotherhood and put them on a (laughs) zombie so which i think is cool i like those little tidbits about characters yeah i feel like it, it i feel like it it draws gives you, you an, in more to the show. And it gives show. you an idea of kind of what character they were going for. Like, you can definitely tell they were obviously trying to get her to be evil. Because mm-hmm. even when I first watched it, I remember thinking the first, like, five episodes, I was like... There's something off about her. There is something majorly off. Mm-hmm. Which, can we acknowledge the fact that there's something majorly off with Tarlock? Which we'll get into. <laughs> if you don't- this next episode (laughs) if you don't think there's something wrong with him are you even watching the same show is there anything you'd like to add or say about this episode i feel like i've said everything i wanted to the next episode though is like (sighs) there's a lot of meat to it i say meat a lot about the this show there's just a lot of meat to it hiroshi hiroshi alone is enough meat you know we have baby hope from avatar the last airbender yeah oh rohan that's who that's who's gonna be the new baby for this show so just wait for it we are eventually gonna have baby hope merch maybe even baby rohan maybe a double rohan x hope shirt i don't like the way that sounds rohan (laughs) clap just wait for it we have something in the works trust me isaac doesn't know it yet but he'll be doing some designing also we have a kind of like an unofficial it's like an alternative logo i would say right yeah it's pretty cool again it's on our instagram at let's talk avatar if you listen to this and you're interested in what it looks like check it out isaac is actually a really really good artist i don't think a lot of people know that because we don't talk about it but you should check his page out too which is isaac's smith art dot art dot art i think isaac smith dot art uh yeah but check us out on instagram to see our alternative logo that's what i'm going to call it right now but it's actually pretty cool so if you're interested check it out um i think that's all we have for this episode right we didn't even talk about the next episode no i mean that episode i'm not talking about the avid i mean our podcast i was like what (laughs) this is becoming you know most podcasts only do one episode per their episode anyway um chapter eight is when extremes meet and this is such an appropriate title for this episode because of what we're going to explain do you want to this one we're gonna just be all over with i'm gonna be honest with you guys i really don't want to sit here and summarize it because i'm gonna end up going all over the place i just want to talk about this um i mean we'll sum it up real quick pretty much there's a new um police chief which is police chief Psycon. Psycon, you want right? to rephrase that? Police chief? Psycon? You want to reevaluate the, the things you just said to me? Psycon is the biggest butt licker you've ever l- seen. Literally. Brown noser. 
Ew. He pretty much is like, oh, I'm going to do whatever Tarlock wants me to, which is exactly what Tarlock wants him to. He's a secret love he's for Tarlock. He's a simp for Tarlock. Oh, he's literally a simp for Tarlock. <laughs> um, and then Asami, because her dad, like, she pretty much killed her dad, but didn't. Um, Asami needs a place to go because Dang her mansion's it. taken over. Um, so does Mako and Bolin. So Korra's like, you can come stay at the air temple. So they go and stay at the air temple and then they find Korra and she's crying and then they're like, let's be team Avatar. And then they go fight people because Tarlock wants Korra to be on his task force again. She's like, no, I'm going to have my team Avatar. But he also has a lot more power than she does. And, you know, she's a teenager and is like, I'm the Avatar. So she pushes it just real quick. There's a scene where Team Avatar goes to help because they've created this curfew. I cannot speak today for non-benders. And these people are out protesting pretty much because their electricity has been shut off. But that's it. But the way they made it seem on the radio was that these people were threatening police and everyone else, which... Isaac and I were talking about how relevant that is to what's going on Yeah, it's crazy today. the amount of overlap from a show uh, six years ago has with today's world. Ex- yeah, with exactly what's going on. Like, yeah. Exactly to a T. It's really weird how it connects with what's going on in the world today. It's sad, you know? And the and Tarlock makes- is like... Uh, gather up these protesters. It's like, they're not protesting. Yeah, exactly. They're just pissed that they're... Yeah, it makes sense because Korra's like, they're not They're not even threatening. They just want their power back on. Something that I thought was really a, a, a really cool moment, I guess cool but interesting, is one of the prote- protesters, if you can even call them protesters, it was like, talking to Korra, like, pretty much help us out here, and they say, you're our avatar too, because they're all non-benders. And I think we forget about that, like... I do, at least myself, is the non-benders, you just don't really think about because you're always seeing benders of some sort. And then you're like, oh yeah, she is, she does represent them. Oh yeah, you know? Asami exists. Oh yeah, Asami is not a bender. Um, yeah, anyway, in that situation, they literally, the, the metal bender police, like, wrap them up and then throw a bunch of them in jail along with Mako, Asami, and Bolin. And Korra's like, hey, I'm going to get Tenzin to come take you out. And then Tenzin can't because the new chief won't let him because Tarlock said not to. Because Sycon is a simp. Yeah, for Tarlock. We all know this. So Korra ends up taking things into her own hands. I'm going to let you explain this next part because this scene, I feel like, is one of your absolute favorite scenes from the Korra series in general. Like, Love it. Okay, so she goes off on her own and she's like, hey, Tenzin will get you guys out in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I'm going to go settle this. So she finds Tarlock in his little council room. Like City Hall. Yeah, and um, it's almost like he was waiting. Like he Obviously, he expects her because of what's been going on. Um, This is all part of his plan. He literally has been manipulating things for her to get to this point. Yeah, and... So they're fighting back and forth, and ha- and he's saying, like, everything's kind of, like, not what it seems, or, like, I have more power, and all these all these crazy things and accusations, and they finally break out into this fight. The animation for this fight is, like, top-notch. Um, the bending, too, when Tarlock gets, like, the water and turns into ice, there's, like, a water wall behind him. And he, like, throws little shrapnel pieces and Korra's, mm-hmm. like, punching the air at them. And gets cut. Yeah, but then she, like, 
moves the whole wall around and pushes him out of it into the like main court area. Well, and there's a moment before all this takes place earlier in the episode where Tarlock calls her just a half-baked avatar. And obviously that doesn't that she doesn't know how to airbend yet. So it doesn't sit well with her because you know, she's a prideful person and she's the avatar. She has a right to be prideful, you know? So she's fighting him in this moment and she's really brought him down to the point of like, he really can't do anything because there's no water around him. And she's like, oh, do you still think of me as a half-baked avatar now? And then then this moment is where we really find out the type of person Tarlock is because there's no water around him. But then he... <laughs> I'm like, Are you waiting for me to yeah, say I'm, like, I'm trying to build up the suspense. Um, he bloodbends. He's a bloodbender, guys. Tarlock's a bloodbender. Wow. I know. I like how I'm building it up, even though I know everyone watching, I mean, watching, listening to this has watched the series, so they already know what he is. Um, you guys remember Hama? Yep. Hama, it's her grandkid. Not really. Just that kidding. she Actually, had with maybe. the Fire Nation soldier when she was in jail. Um... <laughs> We should make our own storyline about Hama and Tarlock. Um, wait, is this when I found... Is this when Dad ruined it for me? Was it him? Okay, so this story, I was watching this episode at my parents' house, and Isaac and I were watching it, and my dad walks in right... Like, literally, literally seconds before you find out Tarlock is a bloodbender, and he goes, Oh, is this when you find out that guy's a bloodbender? And I looked at him and I was like, are you kidding me? And then sure enough, like 30 seconds later, oh, you find out he's a bloodbender. Like, thanks, dad. Thanks for ruining it for me. Tarlock uh, takes her to the mountains in his creepy cabin. Mm-hmm. Don't know why he has that there. The way, okay, the animation of her like being bloodbended, it's so creepy. And he like puts her in this metal cage. She can't bend out of it. And she's forced to, I don't know. Listen no, to Aang. Listen to her spirit, not right? Yet. She's, okay, well, just, that's in the next episode, yeah, so we're done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, she gets stuck in this little cage, and that's the end of the episode. But this is the episode where you're like, okay, everything I felt about Tarlock was true. All these negative feelings I had towards him, this is why. And everyone, like, you have team, pretty much all of Team Avatar except for Korra, locked away. Lynn is on her own, having to deal with her own stuff. Tenzin's on his own, having to he has a bail them out wife. of jail. <laughs> pregnant wife who's due any day. Mm-hmm. Cora's locked up. Nobody knows where she's at. She's yeah. their only hope. So it's like... You know what I do really enjoy about Cora is they do a really good job of making those moments, giving you moments where you're like, this seems impossible. But then orchestrating it well enough to where you're like... I mean, there are moments where you're like, okay, that's a cop out, you know, but there are, they do a good job of giving you that kind of like, uh, what are they going to do now? And that's how I felt at the end of this episode. I'm like, okay, Amon's still on the loose. Now we have Tarlock to worry about and Korra's locked up. Like what's going to happen? But these episodes are really good. I, this, these are the episodes I cannot stop watching. I have to keep watching. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really have to say. I thought I was going to talk a lot more about it. I really don't think there's anything else for me to say. I'm, I think I said everything I wanted to. So that is the end of, is it episode eight? Yeah. Episode nine has a lot more action. <laughs> it's getting... It's getting heated, if you know what I mean. Mako and Korra. Uh, Hiroshi? 
Hiroshi and Amon. Who made him so thick? Like, I just need to know that. I need... I like that that's the topic. I need to know the Who backstory. designed like, Hiroshi? Yeah, who was the character designer on him? Aaron Ehas. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Joaquin... What, what's his name? Joaquin Dos Santos? Okay, this was such... <laughs> This episode is just like so random and all long. over the place. But um, again, we have a giveaway over on our Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar with uh, virtual underscore pinsanity. There is two pins you will be getting if you win the giveaway. It is a Zuko one and a glow in the dark Aang pin. Yes. And they are really cool looking. Go check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. As always, thank you guys so, so much for all your support, for listening, for reaching out. We really appreciate it. We love doing this. Isaac and I truly look forward to making episodes for you every week and doing giveaways. So stay tuned. Keep following along because we have more fun stuff planned for you guys. As always, I think I already said that. (laughs) We love you. I'm Rachel. I'm Isaac. We will see you next week for another episode of Legend of Korra. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.